0: are listening to The Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. This is probably the podcast you've been waiting for for a while. I've got exclusive spoilers on this season of The Bachelor. We're going to talk a little bit about the things that I found out over the last few days. And we're going to talk a little bit about Caitlin on Chris Harrison's podcast. And we will get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by Trivia Star. It's got 5, it's got thousands of 5-star reviews in the Apple Store and is the number one trivia game on the App Store. Just go to Apple or Google Store and search for Trivia Star. Download Trivia Star for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. Also, if you like The Real Housewives, you're going to love Some Real House Guys, because Friday nights on MTV are getting fabulous. Don't miss The Real Friends of WeHo, all part of MTV's new Friday nights after RuPaul's Drag Race, Fridays, 9, 8 central on MTV. So let's get going. I know you're going to want to hear this stuff. And basically what I did was I recorded this part of this podcast earlier Sunday because I already knew what I needed to say. And then basically what I did was saved that file listened to as much as I could of Chris Harrison and Caitlin's podcast. Uh, Caitlin was on Chris Harrison's podcast. It gets released around 1130 on Sunday nights. So I listened to as much as I can, and I'll have my thoughts on that on the back end of this podcast. But first, we need to get started uh, with a few things in regards to Zach's season of The Bachelor. I think the two biggest things that people have wanted to know all season since I released the spoilers and then I released uh, more spoilers a few weeks ago was... What is this big thing that happens in London that I just knew something went down, but I didn't know what it was. And then obviously the uh, winner for this season. And uh, let's first off start in London. I told you a couple weeks ago, I found out, hey, something major happens in London. That's why Gabby has a one-on-one date. And then there are no other dates the rest of the London trip. There's no group date. There's no other one-on-one, but We know they moved on to Estonia and we have him on a one-on-one date with charity uh, in Estonia that started off in Estonia. So what happened? Well, I found out and it's a offshoot of something that happened last season, but obviously to a much bigger player, Zach ended up getting COVID in London. So hence the reason the rest of London was canceled. The lead of the show got COVID and The rose ceremony in London was done over zoom. Now you might ask, well, was it all the women standing there and they were looking at a computer screen with Zach that I don't know. Or was it, you know, everyone was on a zoom, like, you know, everyone was in their own room and Zach was on a zoom and he did it that way. That I don't know. All I know is Zach got COVID and unfortunately he had to do the rose ceremony over zoom What I don't also know is, well, he was on a one-on-one date with Gabby the day before he tested positive, clearly. How does she not have it? She might have gotten it. I don't know. But I was just told Zach did, and they had to do the rose ceremony over Zoom. So it is possible that other women got it as well. Maybe someone had to be eliminated because they got it as well. I don't know. But the main thing about London is... Zach got COVID. And like I said, when people were guessing, oh, I think it's probably, maybe it's about the queen. I said, no, it was always something that I said happened internally and the show had to deal with on the fly, which is exactly what they had to do. Last season with Logan, it was just like, Hey dude, you got COVID. You got to go with the lead. You know, what are you going to do? Cancel the show? No, you can't do that. So they had to wait it out. I don't remember the dates of everything. Um, I probably have them in my somewhere in my notes, but it doesn't look like it was that serious clearly because we saw him on a one-on-one date in the very next stop, which was Estonia with charity. So my guess, and this part is a complete guess on my part. My guess is you combine the London and Estonia episode to put into one, because we have to get to 11 episodes by mid March because Bachelorette starts filming and it's normal time slot, which is, you know, mid March. So, With only one one one-on-one date in London, finding out Zach has COVID and a Zoom rose ceremony, you can't fill a whole episode of London in two hours. So my guess, and this is what I'm saying when I say I don't know for sure how they're going to do the episodes, but I got to believe you combine that with Estonia and at least get started on the Estonia date at some point during the London date. You just don't have enough footage. They didn't have any other dates. (laughs) They had one one one-on-one with Gabby. Then clearly they found out he tested positive for COVID and then they had a rose ceremony over zoom. So that's my guess there. Now, the other thing, clearly uh, the thing that you've all been waiting for, uh, what, who Zach is, um, with like, how does the ending play out? I've given you back in November up till the final three. That's the only thing I've known all season. The final three, as you know, Ariel and Gabby and Katie, and I was waiting all season. I had heard some stuff back and forth and whatnot, and um, uh, I got it confirmed. and um, Zach's overnight date rose ceremony he uh, Ariel finishes third, so your final two are Gabby and Katie. and um I can report now that Zach uh, is engaged to Katie. yes. I'm very well aware. Trust me. I've had to listen to this for two months of people telling me I know nothing and other sites get spoilers before me and blah, 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 blah. The same old shit I get every season. And look, I'll probably still get it until the finale airs that people are going to want to make people are going to want to believe and hope that I'm wrong. I mean, that's what some people believe it or not. Actually, some people live and die for is to hope that I'm wrong. Um, I'll say this, Uh, yes, I'm very well aware that for the last two months, there has been an Instagram account that has said that Gabby is the winner, and my sources have told me it is Katie, and clearly that Instagram account, their sources, whoever they may be, told them it was Gabby. I stand by my sources, you know, and I'm sure they're going to stand by theirs, so now it's just up to all of you. Who do you want to believe? I'll bet on myself. You know, I just have that funny feeling. I'll bet on myself. Look, I was not holding out for anything other than I was waiting to hear from a source to tell me who won the season. A solid source that I felt like, yeah, you know what? That's what I needed to hear. And I finally got it. It had nothing to do with, oh, another site, oh, and you're just putting out this spoiler because the other site has Gabby. No. If my source told me over this weekend that it was Gabby that won, I would have put out today, Gabby is your winner. But she's not. He's engaged to Katie. They got engaged in Thailand. So the the, the great thing about this, I guess, is one of us is dead wrong, (laughs) you know, that, that That Instagram account has made it perfectly clear that uh, through their sources and all the confirmation that they can get, they were told Gabriella Gabby was the winner. Okay. Well, my sources said it was Katie. I guess we'll see who's right come mid-March. But if you're a betting person, probably want to bet on the guy who's been around for 12 years, but that's just me. Now a few things for tonight's episode that is uh, I think a couple things that are interesting. Uh, first off, number one, uh, Charity gets the group date rose on the football date tonight, so she gets a group date rose. And uh, the other thing that I know a little bit of a spoiler. It's not you know something major, but um, the women tell all tapes on February twenty fourth, Friday. February 24th with which is right in line with all past seasons of when they tape the women tell all it's always that last Friday in February, which means the following Monday would be the overnight date episode. And then it would air the following Monday. So my guess is with the way they have to con not condense the season, but have to fit 11 episodes into a shorter time frame since they started on January 23rd, I definitely think we're getting a London slash Estonia mushed into one episode, and then we're probably gonna have a two night finale to where maybe the Monday night is the women tell all or something else or the women tell all airs on a Tuesday, whatever the case may be. We don't know the television schedule yet. But by all accounts that I've been told, filming is ending on in its normal time frame, which would be looking at it. If I look at my schedule or look at a calendar for March, we're looking at the 13th and 14th with filming for the Bachelorette season beginning that weekend, you know, the weekend of the 17th. So, you know, we are in episode three tonight on the 6th. If you went and you didn't double up any time, episode four would be on the 13th, 20th would be five, 27th would be six, the 6th would be. 7th the 13th would be 8th the 20th would be 9th the 27th would be 10th and april 3rd would be the 11th episode well we all know the show isn't ending on april 3rd this season because that's the night of college basketball national championship they're not going to go up against that you cut it down one extra week and it's the 27th that's too late because like i said they are filming from everything that i've been told they are filming the bachelorette season that weekend of the 17th is when it's going to start and knowing that they're filming the women tell all on the 24th which is right around the time that they always film The Women Tell All every season, that last Friday in February. Everything's planning out to where this finale looks to be a two-night finale on March 13th and 14th. That's nothing official. That's just me eyeballing the schedule and seeing where they're probably headed. I just don't know where they're also doing two episodes in one night or back-to-back episodes on Monday, Tuesday. We'll, we'll see how that all plays out. But anyway, yeah, Charity gets the group date rose. Filming for Women Tell All is Friday, February 24th. Now, tonight is interesting because tonight on his one-on-one date with Katie, Zach asks her to spend the night with him. They have a tent at the Museum of Natural History and they spend the night. She comes back the next morning in her pajamas with the, you know, we almost want to call this date the walk of shame date because that's what they are literally labeling it on the show. And, you know, one of the things that, I've always talked about, or when I was thinking about this, I was like, man, when have they ever done something like this, this early? I don't count Caitlin and Nick because Nick had already been on the show for a couple weeks. Nick and Caitlin had spoken pre-show. They were definitely flirting pre-show. There was already a sexual tension built up between those two. So them having sex before the overnight date or them getting a night together, because I'm not insinuating Zach and Katie have sex tonight. I have no idea if they did or not. I'm just saying the fact that he asks a woman that he barely knows to stay the night with him, who, by the way, ends up being the winner, um, is interesting to me because I was like, when has this ever happened? And I can't let me rephrase that. When has this ever happened this early in the season? And the only other time I can remember was Jason and Molly's season. Jason asked Molly. And Molly spent the night with Jason while they were still in L.A. They had a date like she just went to the place that he stays at, the, the house that they put him up at. And I actually texted Molly this over the weekend because I wanted to get I didn't want to, you know, misreport it. I was like, wasn't that you who had a? or am I totally blanking? She goes, no, that was me. We had a date like at the place where he stays. And then he asked me to stay the night. And I did. And I came back the next morning. And, yeah, the, the girls were upset. And that's the only other time I can remember an overnight date happening before travel even starts. Now, granted, travel was different in Jason's season, but I looked it up and it was episode four. So this is happening in episode three. But it's only his second one-on-one of the season, and he's asking a girl if she wants to stay the night with him. And I'm like, either that's a ballsy move by production or a ballsy move by Zach, or maybe Zach was that attracted to Katie right off the bat. Whatever the case may be, this is like ultimate drama because, you know, the second Katie walks back in the door, every single one of those women is going to be jealous. They're there to date Zach. And holy shit, his second one on one of the season, he's already asking a girl to spend the night and she got to spend the night. And nobody else did. I just think it's interesting. And now knowing the spoiler, I mean, maybe it, maybe that played a role. Maybe it doesn't. I mean, my spoiler has nothing to do with, oh, well, he asked her to spend the night with him and that's why she won. Like, no, I found out what happened back in Thailand. Not anything that's happened post show. You know, so it's it's just very interesting now knowing what the spoiler is and now just comparing it to past seasons. It's never happened this early outside of Jason and Molly, unless I'm blanking. I don't think I am, though. And like I said, not counting Caitlin and Nick, because that was later on in the season. And they had had at least a talking slash flirty relationship before he ever showed up on her season. So, hmm. I just, I can't think of one where the lead asked somebody to spend the night with them before travel even started. If anybody else can think of it, and I'm just blanking, by all means, let me know. But uh, yeah, that was, that's going to be interesting tonight. And I guarantee you some people are going to take that as, oh, no wonder why he, you know, she's the winner and stuff like that. It's like, whatever. I mean, clearly he liked her and he was attracted to her, but it's like, what makes them, What made them or Zach? I I don't know who was behind this. Did Zach go to production and say, I really like her so much. I want to spend the night with her tonight because I'm sure that there's been other bachelors in the past that were really attracted to somebody early on and wanted to spend the night. Like, why hasn't this ever been done outside of Molly and Jason this early in the season? He's literally on his second one on one date. and He's already asking someone to spend the night. Why didn't he ask Christina to spend the night last week? Why didn't he ask Allie to spend the night? Hell, him and Allie jump out of a plane tonight in Santa Barbara and go to a winery. Wouldn't it have been easier to spend the night with her up in Santa Barbara than locally with Katie? Like, I guess these are questions we're not going to get answers to. I'm just kind of thinking out loud, but they knew exactly what they were doing by having a girl walk home the next morning in the, you know, quote unquote, walk of shame. And every girl in that house realizes, oh, shit, Katie got to spend the night with him last night. Well, damn it, I would like to spend the night with him. So yeah, it's just going to be uh, its gonna be very interesting. Obviously, I know the spoiler today is going to be the talk of the town. And like I said, there's nothing I can do to prove to anybody that this spoiler is right. I guess you're just going to have to wait until mid-March. All I can tell you is I trust my source, and that's it. And I know the other site has it out there. They probably trust their sources. One of us is dead fucking wrong. And I'd like to bet on myself and think that I'm not the one that's wrong in this, but we'll see, see what happens. So, you know how on the first night of the bachelor or the bachelorette, you know, the number one question that's always asked is how does the guy or the girl remember all the people's names on the first night? And it's just like, it's because there's a thing called editing. You, you record Zach saying five women's names, they stop the cameras, he goes back talks to producers, gets the next five names that he's going to say, and he just memorizes five at a time. But they just, when you edit stuff together, you just put it all together, and it sounds like he it's, it's like he's standing there the whole time. Well, that last commercial break that you just heard, that's when I went and listened to Chris Harrison and Caitlin Bristow, which was 40 minutes of podcasting. You heard a three-second break. That's because all I did was stop the recording and come back to it. That's how it's done. Anyway, I listened to it. I want to say it's basically a giant nothing burger again. Um, And that's not to disrespect either of them. It's just that there was no tea spilled because I thought when Caitlin was on the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast and she brought up this Chris Harrison thing, I thought it was blown out of proportion, basically, like she said when she went on with Chris on his podcast. She was na- she never said she was mad at him, she never said he ghosted me. She never even used the word ghosted. That's the title that the clickbait headlines used. And when I heard her on that podcast and heard her talk about Chris, my thinking was, "Oh, she just happened to be texting him at a time where he had just lost his job. I don't think him responding to her was any sort of slap at her. It was just he was going through a lot and didn't and didn't respond and hers was, as she said on the podcast, I think the biggest thing she said on the podcast, well, one of two things that she said that was fairly big, was that she said, you know, when I was texting you like, hey, where are you? Why haven't you texted me back? She goes, I was only thinking of myself. I wasn't thinking about him or, you know, talking to him. She was. I wasn't thinking about you and what you were going through at the time. And I, But when I expressed that on the podcast, when you read it in words, it sounds worse than it was, and it really wasn't. And that's why I say it was a nothing burger, because Chris and Caitlin have no beef whatsoever. And if they did have beef, then I think the podcast would have meant something and it would have been a giant story. But considering there is no beef and they're fine with each other, it's a nothing burger. Of course, you got to love how Chris did it. He releases one. He releases the podcast and he doesn't bring Caitlin on until minute 45 of the first podcast last night. And then she's on for the last 15 minutes of the podcast and says, well, but we got to continue this conversation so you can get more people to tune into his next podcast, which was only 23 minutes long. And it was just the remainder of his con- of his conversation with Caitlin. The only other thing that they talked about that I thought was interesting was Chris basically saying, you know, I love you and Tasha. I had no problem with you, t- you know, taking over, you know, you had to do what you had to do. However, if I was in a producer role, he goes, I didn't like the fact that they used both of you. And I think you guys were doomed to fail. And Caitlin basically agreed with it, just said, um, that role doesn't have room for two people. It's just never going to work in that environment. He had kept in touch. Chris had kept in touch with a lot of people in production at that time. And I guess he was getting the word that, yeah, it's just too tough with two hosts. And Caitlin even said like, it didn't feel professional to have two quote, it really isn't enough room for two people to be in that position. She felt she, felt she had some sort of like uh, imposter syndrome as well when she hosted that show because she was filling in for a guy that literally created the show and was considered a legend in that uh, in that dating world. And um, Caitlyn had asked him, do you miss it? And he said, I miss hosting. I miss people on the show, but the overall show, no, I don't. And he said, there's a time and a place for all relationships and there's a time to move on. And that's been Chris's stance essentially since his very first podcast is like, it was time for me to go. It was time for me to move on with my life. But again, my biggest question and something that he still hasn't addressed, probably never will address, is it's very easy to say that now, three years after the fact, you know, or two years after the fact, 2021 is when it all went down. It's very easy to say that now after the fact and say, you know, it was time to move on. I was really not happy there. And it's just like, look, Chris, I just need to know. And I don't even know if I'll believe him if he actually answers the question, but if the interview with Rachel Lindsay never happens, what are we talking about here? Because that's what led to his demise from the show. And that's what led to his dismissal. Let's, let's not pretend it didn't. So if he never does that interview, He's just all set to be the host on Katie season in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And then on to the next season, which was Michelle right after that. Like he, you know, I've heard him in these podcasts saying he wasn't happy and OK, but were you not happy to the point where you were going to flat out quit that show? If that interview with Rachel never happened and you never came under a giant scrutiny for what you said and he's never answered that question and I don't think he ever will. And if he did answer it and said, you know what? I was going to leave, which he alluded to with Caitlin. He talked about going on Caitlin's podcast and Caitlin said, you know, when I spoke to you the last time on, when you came on my podcast, I could sense it in you that you were close to leaving. Maybe he was, but it I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's tough to know. And, and I guess we'll never know. And it's very easy for him to say now, yes, I was going to leave that show. We don't know. Because the events happened the way they happened. He was dismissed, obviously, and uh, let go because of that interview with Rachel Lindsay. And um, would he still be the host today? If you were to listen to Chris Harrison and believe him and take him at his word, the answer to that question would be no. If he never did the interview with Rachel Lindsay, he still would not be the host today. He would have quit by now. That's the impression he's giving to his podcast listeners for those that haven't listened to his podcast, that he is—he was unhappy. He, he liked the people that he worked with, but he didn't like the overall show and the direction and whatever. He hasn't gone into details, but he drops hints here and there that he loved the people, he loved being the host, he thinks it's the greatest crew in the world, but he didn't like the direction of the show. Okay. Yeah, it's tough to say. I don't know, but that's where they were. But yeah, the uh, podcast with Caitlin, they're fine. They're friends. Everything's cool with them. There was never any beef. It was more about the clickbait headlines that took her quotes from that and kind of ran with it as, oh, he ghosted me and I don't even know where our relationship is at. And they have had conversations since then. And it was just kind of more of a miscommunication. Like she just said, I wasn't thinking about you and your feelings at the time that I texted you when I was just, you know, all up in my head, like, oh, why aren't you texting me back? And then she would text him like, are you okay? And, you know, why didn't, wh- call me. And and he didn't. And she's just like, yeah, that was my fault because I was thinking about myself and not uh, and not you. So if you want to spend th- about 30 to 40 minutes listening to it, you can. I'm not going to tell anybody not to listen to it. But that was the summary uh, for me just listening to it just now. So um, that was the Caitlin being on Chris's podcast summary. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Again, please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. I know this podcast and what I reported at the beginning, the exclusives uh, on this season that have yet to be uh, spoiled by anybody else out there, um, will be the talk for the next few weeks, I'm sure. And um, I'm sure I'll be told after today's podcast, Steve, you're wrong, which is... What I get told all the time after every season, and I release the winner of the season. And uh, sometimes I've had to change it. Sometimes I haven't. I'm very confident in my sources. So, like I said, we'll just see what happens uh, from here. There's nothing I can say or do uh, without telling you directly of where I got this information from. And obviously, I protect my sources, and I never say anything. So, uh, you're just not going to get any of that. But um, we just kind of go from here and and see what happens. And those are your spoilers uh, for Zach's season, and obviously we got a new episode tonight coming, which will be very interesting. Knowing the new spoiler, people probably watch tonight's episode a little bit differently. Considering for whatever reason they had ingrained in their head that uh, Gabby was the winner for the last two months, um, you know. Again, nothing I can say that's going to change people's minds. I know there's a lot of people out there that are praying and hoping and wishing for me to be wrong. I don't know what's wrong with these people. They live quite a different life <laughs> to uh, to worry about stuff like that, but I know they're out there because I hear from them, and I kind of just laugh and giggle. But anyway, thank you all for listening. Uh, really appreciate it, and we're back tomorrow with yet uh, another Daily Roundup. So until then, I'm Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. See you!